You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. And, uh, it's another day. We're going to do some meditation. And I just talked to David about meditation, you know. Who really do meditation, you know? And we're going to explain more about uh, some of the best minds in the world uh, doing meditation, doing Eastern thoughts, meditation, you know, with different forms. And a lot of scientists in the United States I know, they'll do some sort of meditation to open their mind, to open their inner consciousness, to be open and to unveil that inner wisdom, the innate ability, the innate intelligence, so that they can really shine their beautiful minds, that, that, so to speak. Okay, let's um, do some inner observation and uh, do some breathing, okay? Do we start with breathing? I'm not going to teach you how to do meditation. Rather, I'm leading you to do the beginning part of calmness, beginning part of serenity, beginning part of simple breathing, beginning part of how to channel your energy, and the rest is yours. Okay? And you can explore your mind, explore your inner, inner consciousness, explore your own intelligence, as deep as you can into that deep state of mind. Thank you. Let's take a deep breath. I'll stick my toe, the tip of the tongue to the upper heart palate, so that I can come down, I can stimulate, I can breach a magnetic field and come down my mind. When I breathe, I observe my cortex, my shoulder blades, my chest, and the spinal cord. observe them to be slowly in a status of relaxation. And I see my mind begin to calm down.
as my mind and my heart connected in calmness, along with that deep and slow breath. When I see the network of neurons, and the beautiful connection and the sense, and I see with the extra sense beyond the five. Synapses of neurons, networks. The comma I am. Connection, they are to be in communication. More internal power, I'm in charge. Bodily energy and psychic energy is charged. The lesser feel as character self. 
deeper state of mind I'm in. more I feel and see and sense deep I go more I see tap into the innermost consciousness of my soul that soul is permanent that soul is eternal in connection with everybody else Breathe deeply. Okay, good. <clears throat> During the whole process, the mind slowly, slowly become calmer and calmer. Your conscious, your out conscious, slowly, slowly diminish, and you begin to tune in into the inner conscious. From the outer conscious, what I mean is you observe. 
your brain cells, your neurons, your synapses, your your cells communication. You feel the body. You feel that transmission. You feel that、uh, <coughs> body begin to open, and you feel that transmission of the energy. You know those are the part of the body, the、like, energy transmission. You feel that body begin to charge. You know your energy. You feel calmer, and because you have more energy, and you're anxious because you lose your energy. That's why you're anxious. You know, and the more anxious, more more people have into have been into that disease status. They become more anxious. They're not settled down. They become they're less calm because they just、uh, feel insecure and because of lack of energy. The more energy you have, and more calm you can become, and the more you know deeper you you can become, and、uh, you feel more confident. And、uh, because you have the more ability to handle things, you don't feel the con-、uh, anxious. You don't feel that、uh, that body, um, you know, dissipating that energy. You gather energy together. You connect yourself, not only yourself, but also the nature and also the universe. You you become part of that universe, and that universe give you energy at all times. And、uh, you just feel that incredible energy power to empower yourself, and、uh, that's what meditation is about. Because when you're empowered, your body channels are open, but your mind is open. You feel a lot of people begin to see a lot of intuition, you know, and then there's something, you know, suddenly they never thought they could get to get it. They suddenly get some intuition, you know, like artists, scientists, and then the problems. Actually, a lot of problems, and it's solved that way because uh, this uh, vision is already in the universe. This information is already in the universe, as we have seen for past hundred years, and、uh, from a quantum world, from Max Planck, who is very devoted to Christian, and he stepped into the. This、uh, this bomb and、um, of quantum physics, and people call him a qu- the father of quantum physics. And then you have then follow up that will be and his、uh, star, and then he introduced it to the world. That's、uh, Albert Einstein, you know. And after Albert Einstein, you have a couple other people like Neil Bohr and、uh, like you know and、um, Heisenberg, Edwin Heisenberg, and Edwin Heisenberg, and you have, and Robert, and Oppenheimer, and who was regarded as the father of atomic bomb. He's the one leading the United States. You know, he's the, he was the chairman to build that bomb. Yeah, and of course he called himself the death, you know, of humanity, and he feel 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 bad. You know about you know build this bomb and really kill you know killed so many people you know and they feel bad and he you know he he got that quote from this、uh, from the Eastern philosophy also so all these people in involved and with the Eastern thoughts they call Eastern thoughts Neil Bohr you know Yin and Yang as I mentioned the last time the Yijing and Heisenberg 
and uh, you know studied and you know had a conversation with uh, Indian and poet poetry um, writers and uh, also you know went to India went to China and um, Albert Einstein and uh, got into the philosophy and um, and Paul and uh, Oppenheimer and also got into the philosophy of the East so they're all you know parallel you know the Eastern thoughts and the quantum physics that suddenly become parallel with each other of course Eastern philosophy ha- has been there for 2,600 and over 3,000 years you know things about 3,000 years ago they already see what quantum physics see today you know for the last 200 the last 100 years and um, there's such a parallel like that's why David Bohm becomes friends with uh, Krishnamurti and who is also a philosopher from India and become a, and a friend with uh, Dalai Lama who is also, you know, the Buddhist philosopher, Buddhist um, uh, spiritual leader, who promote uh, integrated and uh, religion, and also promote uh, harmony between all religions. Because all religions have something in common. That is love. That is compassion. That is the inner spirit. That is the soul of humanity. Instead of a separate part, because what I promote here is humanity. You know, I told everybody, and I'm not a Chinese, I'm not Asian, I'm not American. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a humanity. I'm a universe. Why we're all part of the universe? So we sometimes doesn't we doesn't matter we recognize or not, but we are. You know, we are. And um, so instead of separate, because I can say I'm a you know. I'm a Presbyterian because I, I was born in Presbyterian Church. I taught in a Catholic Church for so many years. I taught in a synagogue. I taught in a, in a, in a, in a, in a Buddhist temple. So, you know, I can claim anything. <laughs> but, you know, what I see is that ultimately, I'm that humanity. I'm that universe. So, and when we see that, and we see we're beyond that framework, we're beyond that cage, beyond that that definition, beyond that doctrine, beyond that in a small frame of conformity, you know, a certain group of people, but rather it's a large group of people that is and a seventy billion, you know, humanity, and beyond the seventy billion, you know, you have other aliens, you have other people from, you know, other we we may not call people call some other things from other planets. We already have discovered there are a lot of things beyond us. If we think we are the only one in town, we got to be kidding, you know. <laughs> the galaxies, galaxies, there billions of galaxies. The galaxy, you know, the the, the Earth is tiny thing in the, in the galaxy. So, <laughs> so we are really small. But uh, sometimes we really, you know, very, very egocentric. And then when we see the universe, and we, we definitely, we see much more over there. So, um, and uh, as uh, most scientists probably agree with me today, we only see, you know, 4% of all things in the universe. The other... 96% we don't see. It doesn't matter what kind of equipment you use because they're, they're either dark or they're invisible. 
You cannot be, cannot be, you know, detected with any machine, anything. The only thing we can see, and it can sense you have to go through, get, go beyond that five senses, beyond that sensory, what do we have? The five senses. And that means you have to meditate from the internal being and uh, from the internal consciousness and into our soul. And I call soul, and uh, it's the innermost consciousness of that soul. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm working with uh, AI groups today, as I told you. And based on quantum physics, based on what Einstein did, you know, special relativity and general relativity and, uh, and the magnetic field, the photons, and then based on the gravitational waves and uh, how see, re- review the world. And it's based on new both and uh, information and that is uh, the quantum entanglement. And uh, based on the, you know, the uncertainty principle of Heisenberg, and based on the Schrodinger cat, based on all these things, you know, at the atomic, and the level, and nuclear level, and we see our world, we review the world from the scientific point of view, and then see from the Eastern philosophy, and then there are so many parallel things. The the world is not what we see. And what we see is uh, interface. Just like me, you see me. It's an interface. You don't see my inside. You don't see my cells. You don't see my, see my atoms. You don't see my molecules. You don't see my, even my bones, inside bones. You, know, you don't even see my bone marrows. You don't see even my, my blood cells. But beyond that, you don't see anything. What I have experienced, what I have done, you have nothing. No information. Only I see is me over here. That is total interface. That is total interface. We presented the best of our interface. What kind of color? Every girl we presented the interface. That's what it is. You don't know the girl, what the girl is about. You don't know the guy is about. You don't know. The, you know, you see pretty, you know. It's a pretty interface. That's what it is. So all, everything we see is interface. It's a simulated interface. And according to, in today's neuroscience, according to cognitive science, according to quantum physics, everything come to that holographic world, that interface. And this interface was described by ancient philosophy of the East thousand years ago. And then the quantum physics begin to catch up, and neuroscience begin to catch up, and new cognitive science begin to catch up, and begin to see, wow, yeah, the, what they say that illusion, they say that interface, they say that simulation, they say the holographic world, and they present it scientifically and begin to present it. Mathematically is presented. Mathematical philosophy is the only philosophy that it's not by people think about it or produced has been there all the time. Because the math is in the world. The world is a matter of math. That's 100% certainty. That math is only we. Doesn't matter you discover, is not to discover. It's there. It's only times we see. Okay, we, 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 we match a formula. Okay, the, this formula match. E equals mc, mc square. 
Okay? And, but it is always there. But only Einstein saw it. And then, okay, and then from the Einstein, we develop more and develop more and develop more. Okay, this, this formula is, has always been there. This math has always been there. But only thing is the human beings begin to see more and more. The universe will begin to see more and more. The universe is always there. The past is always there. The future is always there. It's just, uh, you know, that's why quantum physics, you can see billions of light years, billions of light years past. That's uh, incredible. But that's what it is. That's what you, can, you can travel with the time and space. Because time and space is a construct by, by us, the human beings, the convenience. So, that's what I said, you know, in the Tao, in the, in the Yijin. You know, one, two, three, that's, all. everything is there. It's only, it's laid over there, hidden over there, that you discover. Sometimes we see the interface, of course, the interface is much more convenient because when you see the deeper things, even your lifetime, you just don't have the lifetime to discover that. You know, all the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people discover that, put together, you know, to see. But if for one human being, you can only see a tiny piece of things. So what do we see is over here? How can we connect together to see more about the universe, to see our intelligence, to see the universal intelligence, to see the universal intelligence without our intelligence. How can we live more harmoniously? How can we live with better communication? How can we live with better cooperation? And that way, and the life is going to be not just live 200 years or 300 years. My, my friend told me he's doing this um, genetics, try to see next uh, 10, 20 years, human beings can live at least 300 years, according to today's genetics discovery. I said, that's not a, you know, what I see. What I see is the quality. What I see is beyond that. Because this body, it is just a body. It's not really you. Because it's a body you use. You know, you use temporarily, you know, to express yourself. You use that body to express yourself. It's not really you. Your real you is inside you. Is that a soul that is the you? That a soul is in connected with everybody. Okay, and whatever color, whatever kind of size, what 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 whatever kind of faces you guys present, but that's only the character. What I say, character, the outside character, but the inner you, that a soul is that intelligence. The soul is the connected. The soul is the eternal. That's what we see, and when you see that. It become more powerful. Why? Because you are engaged. You are in resonance, res- resonance with the universe, with the universe consciousness, with the supreme power. That's, that's important. But a lot of times we, we build a different, different things. We think, oh, this is, this is our thing. This is the thing you make money. This is the thing, you know, it's the best. Because if you don't say the best, the people don't come to you. So you say your best. You say you're the best. You say you're the best. And a lot of conflicts, you know. Uh, every, everybody conflicts with each other. However, the inside, the internal is the same. The meditation is the same. You know, meditation can be in many, many forms. Just like my friend Robert from Duke University. And uh, he, he, did, uh, he did a quantum research also. And quantum physics. See, every time, you know, 
if something problems he cannot resolve, he got you know, go to his dark room. Just just stay there for two days. You know, meditate. I mean something always come out. Always come out. No exception. I said, beautiful. I said, you know, before I met you, I don't call meditation. I just want, I, uh, I just, uh, daydreaming. I just, um, breathing. I just, uh, shut my eyes and see nothing. And, uh, that's precisely. And, uh, so people begin to get more and more into that, uh, inner being, inner consciousness and to see that intelligence. So what I see is from these people, they have developed a lot of things. And then they also inspired subconsciously or consciously, just like Heisenberg said, I develop everything. You know, when I see the Eastern philosophy, you know, it's the same. You know, I just subconsciously, I read things and it's to lead me, help me to see things differently from an ordinary being because it's not just a physical being anymore, uh, came from the conscious being. I came from the inner being. I came from that thoughts beyond that mind, beyond that brain, and the universal consciousness. And because universal consciousness gave me the downloading, because it's there already there. Everything is there. That's why they're downloading. And the same thing as uh, Nicholas uh, tells, you know, tells her. You heard of uh, Nicholas tells her, right? You know, that, and uh, what is his name? Um, the guy does uh, a space acts, and uh, you know he 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 used this word Telsa, his Telsa company, and space acts, and he had different uh, different companies he he was building, and um, Telsa in, invented over thousand inventions. That's a lot for a lifetime. He invented more things than anybody, of course. In the beginning, he worked for um, for Edison, you know. And Edison, and uh, he wanted to do, and uh, the electricity that is without connection, you know, with multiple connection, the, the, the electricity that uses the, the 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 nature, and uh, for free electricity for everybody. And Edison got upset because he got a free electricity. You can get a free electricity. You can get a free power, free, all these things free. What's wrong with you? So Edison kicked him out. <laughs> and he began building his own. And he didn't, he didn't make a lot of money, but because a lot of people in the market did give him, uh, you know, $2 million. So those days, a lot of, that's a lot of money, you know, to build this tower. And he didn't want to do, what the Vulcan did. Vulcan wanted to make money, you know? He just wanted to make it this ideal, you know, for the universe. This is so free. You know? <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't connect with the commercial things. But, you know, just what, like, like he said, you know, everything he did, he did is from that meditation. He constructed with that meditation. He shut himself from everybody else. That's why he, he could not get you know, along with the girls. He cannot get along with the parties. A lot of people want to get a, you know, get in touch with him because the, the, the high society in New York City just uh, look at him like an idol, you know. But he cannot like, get along with the people because he just feel all this material world, you know, he's just, uh, not too much into it, you know, because he's blocked his mind because uh, he wants to be as clean as possible because he can meditate. So see a lot less of this chaos, less of the signals because he has come into his pure mind. Pure consciousness. That's how everything he constructs 
from that meditation every time. How many people do that? Because a lot of people cannot do that. Why? Because they're so busy with the, the daily things. They're so really busy with the girls. They're so really busy with the neighborhood. They're so really busy with the bosses. You know, the, you know, just with everybody else. So um, there's so much signal that block them from any, you know, from the go to internal, internal being. So that's the same thing as, you know, we have, you know, all these people. I have seen. The similar experience, you know, since I was a kid and uh, didn't have parents and, uh, you know, living in the world. And a lot of times I live with myself, you know, and, uh, and just uh, for 60 years. That's a long time. <laughs> for 60 years of myself. I live with uh, one person for half a year. <laughs> so very, very short. So, and then, uh, and I, uh, I just, uh, I feel prefer myself, and then that's why I see things a little bit differently. And today, nobody recognized me until recently. You know, people begin to ask me for help. You know, the AI companies ask me for help, and um, and the different companies they say, "Well, let's build something, something." You know, a lot of people from China say, "Well, the future, you know, it's right in you." You know, you, you can see because the future is not right in me; it's right in everybody's. Being at the moment. If you being at the moment, you transform that energy. You turn into the inner consciousness. You see your own wisdom. And when you're, everybody's connected, that's beautiful. Just like two years ago, I uh, gathered a lot of scientists together in the United States. John Hacklin, Robert, and, um, and uh, Hoffman, and uh, Hammond. And then the different people from uh, you know, say it's neuroscientists, the epigenetics, and the quantum physicists, and the think thinkers, and the futurists. I put them together. We had in Atlanta actually. We had a meeting, as I you know probably mentioned last time. But in our meeting, a lot of people told me they have a transformation. And uh, you know, one of my students, Josh, and I think I probably mentioned to you guys before. And uh, you know, one of the He's he working with different um, hackers in the United States. Basically, um, hackers he want to help big companies to hacker some hackers. You know, some people from outside the country try to hack the, the computer. You know, he used a counter hacker. You know, to to reveal to decode the hacker and go into them, see how do they do it. And then he hacked everybody and tried to help big companies. And he's a very, very smart guy. But sometimes he said, well, I use my mind too much. I use my brain too much. Because that's why I cannot, you know, it takes me too long. And he came to the conference. Within two hours, he solved a six-month problem. <laughs> he just went to everybody, Why? Because you have so many great minds together. You understand? This mind is, they all turn internal, they all use the universe, they all come into the universal consciousness, they all turn into inner intelligence, and then where they vibrate, just like the, the quantum physicists, the epigenetics, the people with the different areas. I never met them even. You know, I invited because I got my students to invite them and then everybody come in. There are probably 20, 30 of them. And then we met them like brothers. 
we never met just like John Hacklin. He's um, quantum physicist in a in unified field. He worked for Stanford, worked with Harvard, worked with CERN, you know, European and uh, and the the, the 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 most famous European quantum lab. And we never met, but uh, when we worked together. And then we would talk together, you know, we just connect it. So what happened is when you have the similar frequency, you help each other, you spark each other, and you understand each other, you're in the same channel. That's what it is. And life is like that. And like, you know, when I met a lot of people, and, uh, you know, the, I met a, a group of people, it's 500, 500 people. They're billionaires. I had a, a conversation with this group of people and kind of, I'm not teaching, just kind of have a conversation with them. I, I was there at 8 o'clock. I said, I'm going to speak for one hour. They refused to leave. It's 11 o'clock. I said, I only give you one hour, but they don't want to leave. <laughs> I stayed uh, from <laughs> 8 o'clock until 11. I said, I've got to go. <laughs> so it, it, because people like to to hear would you say because they feel they have something in common with you? They get something, you know? Because they're ready to listen to you. Because for some, for some people, you, t- you, you tell them a story, they think, you know, you're crazy. <laughs> they have no idea what they're talking about, you understand? Even though these people may not understand me fully, but they want to listen. They say, wow, something, I, I have some kind of glimpse of thinking, some kind of intuition, some kind of thing, you know, connect with you, but I'm not fully understanding. I just want to understand more. You know, so many people ask so many questions. I just, uh, finally, I, I just, well, I've been here so, so very long. I, I need to go home. So <laughs> I didn't leave until 1130. I went home at like one o'clock, <laughs> my hotel in Shanghai. And the people from all over the country came over. So what I see is that, uh, People are really into that business model. They want to see the future. They want to see because the business, the, the business model today and the future business is totally different. It's totally changing. They want to see, you know, how, how they can catch up. So this sort of thing, everybody is like that. You know, I just had a, um, an appointment with a group of people from New York and we, we, we talk next week. They want to see what I see. It's not what I see. It's not what I see. It's just already there. I just want to share with everybody. I, I, I'm not a, you know, discover something. You know, it's just already there. I just, uh, because internally, if you want to turn in, into your inner being, if you turn on that channel, you can see it. Everybody can see it. That's what I see. Uh, but it's just, uh, why people don't see it? Because they're so busy with appearance. Appearance is easy, you know, see right over here, you know, <laughs> because you blocked. And that's what it is. And, um, that's what I do, you know, that's what meditation is about. And, uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. You know, when you get into the deeper med- state of meditation, outside is totally calm. <laughs> because you just like to read a book. The book is so interesting. You forgot everything else. You just totally into it. The same thing. You're aware of it, but you're not aware of it. Just like I was um, a student at a University of Mobile, Alabama, the Baptist College, and I was um, working in the lab in a 
in the photo lab because I was uh, the photographer, the the person does all the did all the um, photography jobs, and uh, I was hired to do that. I was in the lab, and then I sit outside the lab and meditation, do meditation, and then I remember <laughs> the cop, the 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 campus cop came over. And call my name. I didn't say anything because I was in a deep my meditation. I don't want to, I, you know, heard something, but I didn't want to get out, you know. And he was worried. He came up again. And he called me. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do anything. And then he called the, and the ambulance. And then there's the firefighters, the ambulance, they all came. <laughs> Tried to save me. Oh, it was crazy. So when you are in a deep state of mind, you, because you enjoy so much, and it's not just, uh, because it's so pure. It's so, uh, it's beautiful, you know, just like a uh, direct said. Direct like the beauty of that, uh, of the inner consciousness, that uh, potential of the physics. You know, you don't see the physical and nothing physical, but it's all formulas. It's all formulas. It's all math. It's all pure. It's, I don't see math sometimes. Beyond the math, I don't see anything. But when I get out of that, and the formula comes out, that's why he got his uh, Nobel Prize. It's the uncertainty principle. This, all that came from that beauty of that mind. The beauty of the mind is not external, that brain connection. is not that synapsis, but it is the mind transmission. It is the inner mind. It is that inner soul, that connection. And you get, when you get deep into that consciousness, you don't see anything else anymore. Why? Just like everybody else sees see outside so much. You don't see inside. But when you see inside so much, you don't see outside anymore. And that's when people don't understand what you're talking about is the uncertainty principle. You know, <laughs> they have no idea. Even quantum physicists didn't understand what he's talking about. Only a few people, you know, try to understand. It's just like a, Albert Einstein said, I don't understand what, I talk, what he's talking about. <laughs> he either a genius or he's just uh, out there. He's out there. <laughs> he's out there or he's genius. <laughs> he's, uh, one way or another, you know. So you, you think about it. Even Einstein, Einstein, of course, he's a junior of Einstein, you know, you know, he, he res- really respects Einstein. But Einstein sometimes didn't understand me because he got it deeper into his mind. But no outsiders understand him. Just like Einstein got it deep into his mind. No outsiders understand him either. So it's the same thing. They all get into that deep consciousness. You know, Robert Oppenheimer, you know, as I told you, that, uh, that a committee chairman of the nuclear uh, bomb, and he, you know, when he got into that, uh, uh, philosophy of the East, and he totally lost anything but physical, and the same thing with everybody. And David Bohm, you know, and once talked to me about uh, his idea about fragmentation, what I talk about, and we have a lot of similar ideas. And unfortunately, he passed away. And uh, David and his uh, people thought he was crazy. Oh yeah, people in 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 the thirties, and he was a student, and the people thought he was into communism. No, he just have the ideology. He had nothing with the communism. He just uh, then they kicked him out, and Einstein him found him a job in uh, in in Brazil, and later on got a job in England, 
And of course, he also no, uh, won the Nobel Prize. And uh, because sometimes people didn't understand, didn't understand him because he's totally into his deep consciousness of mind and try to figure out how the universe work. And uh, so all the greatest, greatest minds are the same way. And uh, for people like me, an ordinary person, and uh, like you, we can all get into their mind, get, get into our own into deeper mind to see that beauty of that consciousness, the beauty of the inner world. So, David, what are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking, David? <laughs> I know a lot of Davids. <laughs> Just be trying to stay one head of one step ahead, and uh, listening to you, and then also uh, have to program for afterwards, and so I'm uh, I'm looking at what I'm going to pull in. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, <laughs> I get I get to listening to you very deeply, and uh, forget what I need to be doing sometimes. It's it's hard to multitask sometimes. Yes, yes, yeah, it's true, you know. And when we multitask, your brain is so split, you know, so fragmented. Do this, do this, do this. But uh, and a human being is a holistic. Uh, what I see is from Einstein, he all he he's already tried to see the holistic mind of the world, the holistic mind of the universe, and then up to his student, that is David Bohm. And he sees that away, and then we talked about that kind of concept, and the Krish, Krishmurti, and also see that concept of not just concept, and then the vision you see, everything is connected, interconnected. When you see that inner connection, and there's no fear anymore. Why? Because we are all the same. You know that a character perish, you can change another character, can transform into different character. It's not a problem. But that that inner consciousness is uh, revolution. The inner consciousness is uh, connected. It's always there. It's always transformed. Always changing. And uh, and then that change is not changing. It's always changing. So that is the concept of the I Ching. However, and it is a reality. The inner reality, and we we see. So as far as this, uh, you know, station is concerned, probably this is, uh, I see the first time I have ever seen any, any ever heard such a, a station. And, uh, you know, and I'm, this is the first station I have ever talked about uh, quantum physics, talk about uh, inner consciousness, talk about the meditation, the meditation and the different meditation. And any stations. Of course, I talk about the Gong Fu in other stations before, but for, for that deeper into the conscious mind, probably this, the, this is the first one we have ever <laughs> got into that deep consciousness. But I, uh, I think, like the, the saying is, just scratch the surface, you know? And I think that's what we're doing with the audience. Um, people that tune in, they have no idea what they're tuning into, you know. And I invite everybody to 
come and meditate and with you. And uh, as we go down the road, we'll pick up more and more people that will begin to understand and uh, look for Fridays at 11. And, uh, you know, I think this is... Uh, this is one good thing about the station. It's uh, it's unique, and uh, we uh, we offer so many other things. We we're going to start a, a history show very shortly. Wonderful, wonderful. wonderful. And uh, because our schools aren't teaching history, and one of the one of the things one of the statements that I hate the most is rewriting history. You can't rewrite history. History is what just happened, you know? Yes. You just smile. I can't change that smile, you know? <laughs> and uh, there, there, there is no such thing as rewriting history. That might be in somebody's mind that they can, and uh, but they can't. And the other show that we're starting uh, will be strictly, uh, strictly about Vietnam mm-hmm. and our veterans that served in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it'll be a, a different twist. I, whenever I have a veteran on, or somebody that works with veterans, I always say, uh, "Have you ever met a veteran that only has one story? They have multiple stories, yes. and that's a veteran, you know. And I'm sure that's true. Let me ask: uh, You left your homeland, China? Yeah. Yes. How would you describe their political system, the communist political system? And and it's it's I guess it's pure from the standpoint that the government does everything and uh, and uh, China. Or, you know, this is what I see. Okay, I'm not going to interpret a good or bad because that's not a pos- my position. What I see is the emperor system, still the emperor system, with the communist and uh, and uh, label on it, and with the communist communist and uh, capitalist label on it. Because the China is the communist and capitalist, it's total capitalist. It's a monopoly of the capitalist. That's what it is. It's the emperor system. Because it's a thousand years, they always operate that way. That today they still operate the same way. They have no, they have no idea what is communist about. They have no idea. They have no idea what Marx, Marx is doing. And then they, you know, they they, they think they do. But the average, uh, uh, average Chinese, they have no idea what they talk about. Uh, you know, even average leaders, average you know these uh, supervisors, average these these uh, you know maybe city mayors, for example. You know, they have no idea what a communist is about. All they do is a capitalist. That's what it is. It's a, it's, it's a mixed things to me, you know. Good or bad, I don't know. Because, uh, you know, it's not my position to comment. Because uh, what I see is just exist over there. And uh, I'm here because uh, I enjoy myself. You know, because I'm not used to it anymore. Why? Because I'm here. I enjoy here much more than, you know, because I have the freedom to talk. I, I have a lot of things I can, you know, do. I can, I do, I teach everywhere. I taught probably at least 200 cities in the United States alone. And, uh, and nobody stopped me. 
I met so many people. I you know I wrote to President Obama, and he he written me written me letters. And then I wrote to George Bush, the older George Bush, and he written my letters. And he wrote to the younger Bush, he written my letters. I wrote read, wrote to um, you know Clinton, he wrote he written my letters. You know, and I had a little bit of relationship with a uh, um, sort of a kind of relationship, but not really deep, not really deep. Uh, we, we 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 wanted to do some business together with uh, Donald Trump before. Even though we didn't do, you know, we didn't realize that the, that that the relationship, you know, continue to work with China at that time, and falling apart. But we 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 had some interaction. So, you know, in China, it's almost impossible. It's more. It's, it's not possible, you know, for me because I was born as counter-revolutionary in China at the time. Because when I was in China, it was very strict. You're either good or bad, you know. You if you're pretty tiring, if you're peasants and workers, you're good people. If you're landlords, family, you're your elite family in you know, old government, you'll be bad family. You know, I came from the old elite family because my father was a graduate from Beijing University, sort of like Harvard of China. You know, he was a superintendent. I think assistant is superintendent of the of the nation for the for the for the education. System, so it's just different, you know. And then, but China embraced me. You know, I appreciate a lot of people in China embraced me because uh, they did a, they broadcast about ten different documents, documentaries on me. You know, this is by the number one television of China. You know, I never thought I could be on the national TV like ten times, fifteen minutes an episode, ten episodes. You know. No, I appreciate it. When I was, uh, I left China, I was like uh, running, on, you know, I was, uh, was afraid to, to be caught. I thought I was, uh, you know, an enemy of the country. You know, that's just the way you fail. But when I went to return to China, and, uh, you know, people thought I was a hero. <laughs> you know, it's just different times. Today's mind in China is different. I don't know, you know, certain leaders, certain people, they think maybe very, very one-sided story, but the general population in China, much more open than I, than, than the time when I was there. Oh yeah, it's just not, cannot reverse. It's just cannot reverse. Yeah, it's, it's, to me, probably sometimes too capitalism, but that's just the way it is. Um, but you know, you cannot say that China is just a pure communist or pure cat- capitalist or pure comp. You know, the emperorship. Pure, it's just not pure anything. You understand? It's money talks in China. That's the problem. It's I, I think too Trump materialism. Figured, Trump figured that out. <laughs> it's a too materialism. That's in China. Everything is materialism. They don't even care communists, I think. And I, I have to tell you, they use the name. They don't care about the, the name of capitalism. They do capitalism. They do not, you know, they don't care about <laughs> emperorship, even though they do some emperorship. It's a combination of things. You know, that's the way they operate. And everybody operates that way. And then sort of like a Singapore, you know, it's the same thing. Singapore, Singapore, China, they're similar. And to many, many ways. But, uh, but China is more tightened up. And I don't know, you know, I just, uh, I have not been in China for a while, and uh, I'm a citizen of the United States, and I enjoy it here. And of course, I cannot even go over there because I'm a foreigner to them. I'm a foreigner because <laughs> I'm, I'm American. You know, everybody have, you know, 
give you a different label, you know? <laughs> you know, speaking of being a part of the universe, and I, I think this, I, I think about this, uh, Frequently, just because I, I find it very interesting, and uh, someday if I ever really become a uh, or become a world traveler or whatever, but you know, you think about the history of China, you know, and and how long it's been in existence and so forth, and you you start looking at you look at Chinese food, and I haven't really eaten uh, China real. Chinese food, but you go to a Chinese restaurant or whatever. I'll get some for you. Okay. <laughs> but it's amazing, like, you know, the, okay, Chinese food, egg roll. You go to a Mexican food burrito or whatever, you know, and, and the summer, and you, all I can ever think about is the, the Chinese ships, the, the trade ships back before, I mean, you know, uh, when they were on the seas and they were bringing spices or buying spices or doing this or doing that and and the way globally you know they they started everybody started mixing in their different foods and uh to me the foods and you know France has theirs but they also have something that's similar to um, some Mexican food rest or Mexican food or Chinese food or the, and you know we look at the world like that that it's huge but in reality there are a lot of very close relationships and food is one of them oh yeah absolutely absolutely you know because actually the world is really close together even you know for the hundred years ago people begin to learn from the east and the east begin to from the west a lot of you know ideas like the like the thoughts you know, a lot of things from the you know especially quantum physics uh the the, the physicists from the quantum physics field they learn a lot of them from, from the philosophy of the east the thoughts of the east but the East begin to learn a lot of things also from the West, from the, uh, you know, from the three-dimensional world, the physics, and uh, the, the technology. So, you know, people become more integrated, you know, today. You know, in the future, it's more and more and more and more integrated because of the AI coming, and human beings definitely need to get more consciousness, more invention, more um, into that intelligence. And we've come to the end of the the road today so we'll be back next week lord willing and the creeks don't rise as they say in america with deru thank, thank you. you next time we're going to talk a little bit about education future education and really really united states definitely need to change something and all over the world you know i'm actually doing new education and for creation for imagination and not only into the quantum field, but uh, beyond the AI. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.